I saw this other guy who did a blog or a audio log basically of his time commuting in the car and he shares some bits and pieces of advice uh, for him it was about business and marketing and the like and I thought well if I wear a noisy enough jacket but drive in a quiet enough car could I do the same thing turns out I always have something to say that's the problem of being both an introvert and a performer is that I tend to monologue to myself so in the spirit of using time wisely I am now going to start a week daily uh, mini broadcast uh, hardly a podcast but I'll work on it where I share a few minutes talking about mm, usually something writing related but I'm always discovering something new with writing or refining old old knowledge and I'll see how much I can get done during a commute on the way to work so it's just a short commute currently which is okay by me because that means I have to keep my thoughts brief I'm learning to highly recommend by the way stealing other people's ideas First of all, because there is no copyright on ideas. There are copyrights on names, copyrights on titles, but you can't have a copyright on ideas. And think about one of the most famous uh, stories of our modern age, Harry Potter. It's about a kid going to a magical school, going to a magic school, and finding out that he has a destiny that'll save the world. Now, um, how many more animes? have you seen of that sort if you're a young and Gen Z? Gen Y? Whatever. Younger than a millennial. But also if you're into literature, how many other books have you now seen where the protagonist is this teenager who finds out they have magic powers or some destiny or something and it is up to them now to save the world while trying to live an ordinary life. I stopped reading books like that because I kept reading books like that. That's all there seemed to be on the young adult shelf. It was either that or, you know, people having miserable lives. But here's, here's a writing tip for you. You are allowed to be inspired by other people's writings and especially by the writings you disagree with. That has got to be one of the most fun things I've ever done. When I'm looking for some inspiration on a place or a plot or a story has just kind of flatlined and I'm not sure how to bring it back, I have a lot of different strategies for re-inspiring myself or getting back into the writing for excising back to a good point, cutting it off, and then starting over from there. And those are all nice, but sometimes a story just lacks something, and I'm not even quite sure what it is. So what I'll do is I'll go into a bookstore, or even better, just a Walmart, or a Target, or someplace that has books but isn't necessarily a bookstore. And I'll go over to whatever section it is that has to do with anything resembling the 
the story I'm writing, so or the part I'm looking for. So if I'm looking to figure out a romance or lack of romance story or just a good relationship, friendship, connection story, I'll go over and I'll find a book that looks like it's talking something about romance or anything of the sort. But here's the trick. I pick a book that looks like I would disagree with it entirely. For example, you, you're looking to spice up your you know, Western romance, whatever. Go over there and pick something that looks like a punk romance and you read the back of it and you just go, oh no, honey, oh no, that is not how that works. I'm sorry to tell you, this is how it works. And you just basically sit there and you rant at the book for a little while telling it all the different places that it's wrong and that you are going to write the book that's actually the version of it that is correct. I saw that a while back. It was this teenage girl who is absolutely fascinated by this bad boy and she can't understand why she gets, why she can't stay away from him even though he talks bad to her and you know leaves her alone and seems to want nothing to but what if this is love and I'm like oh no honey that is not how love works and right then and there I was able to say okay so if it's a constant state of abandonment that is not love that is separation issues and that is a problem with the person, not actually with the concept of love. And so the, these two people should probably not even end up together, although she could help him better understand that, you know, love maybe shouldn't be this intentional.
what would it be an eight minute commute so i guess that just sits as it is uh thank you for listening and i'll see you later bye